Good evening, climbers. It's Patrick James here with episode two of From the Bottom Two. We're going to talk about getting new habits started and changing some bad old habits. Now, I'm sure you noticed this intro sounds a lot better than the last podcast, and it's going to sound a lot better than the podcast that's to come. I uh, realized when I was recording the last episode, which will be episode either four or five, um, I do record these in advance, that my audition is not using my audio recording mic. It was actually using the microphone built into the laptop I used to record on. So I fixed it. Should sound a lot better going forward, but you will have to bear with me for a little while. Make sure you head on over to iTunes and give us a review and a like. I'm brand new to iTunes and the more people that like and review this podcast, the more people that will be able to help. So without further ado, episode two of From the Bottom Two, talking about changing, forming, and starting new habits. Have a good day, climbers. Welcome to episode number two of the From the Bottom Two podcast. I'm your host, Patrick James. As always, you can find me at my website at pjvoice.net or online on Twitter at pjvoiceworks or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash DJ Patrick James. And what we're going to cover today in this episode is changing mindsets and routines. I got a quote here from psychiatrist Dr. William Glasser. If you want to change attitudes, start with a change in behavior. And that's actually pretty apropos as the easiest way I have found to make myself happier is by taking some of the bad habits I have in life and turning them into more positive, worthwhile habits that, that you know, benefit me and improve my mood. So um, the reason I wanted to cover this early on is because I've been one of those people that gets very set and stuck in routines. I wake up take my shower the exact same way every day. I shave on the same day of the week. I have quite a lovely beard um, that I trim down once a week on the weekends. So I wind up getting stuck in these routines and stuff. I do the same thing, get the same drinks every morning. I like doing the same things. And that has always come to create negative mindsets and negative thought patterns due to some of these habits that I, I end up picking up. One of these main things that has been negative for me and has created a, a, a negative mindset is I haven't always been the best with my, my diet and the way I eat. In fact, for a long time, I would kill anywhere from eight to 12 Mountain Dews or Pepsis or whatever in a day. And a long time ago, now this is going back probably six or seven years ago, I wound up deciding that instead of drinking all this Mountain Dew, I would just make the easy change to switch over to diet Mountain Dew. And let me tell you, the first couple of weeks I did it, it was awful. I'm like, I don't understand how anybody can eat that, drink diet soda. This stuff is gross. And eventually it wound up actually turning out to be okay. I lost something like 60 pounds, mostly from the fact that I just stopped drinking soda. It was really positive for me. And that habit stuck because I saw that good sign of, hey, I look a lot better. It makes it a lot easier. But not every habit to change or new routine to form is that easy. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today and, and how we can make some habits, form some new habits, um, some of the, the science behind that, some of the leaders in changing your mindset and your habits. So the first thing that I found that is a big detriment to your habits, and this is going to be a big overarching theme of this podcast, is that voice inside your head. Now, my voice inside my head likes to tell me things like I'm fat, stupid, dumb, 
I can't do this. You'll never get that. You know, you, you'll never. I mean, sometimes it was right. Like I never turned out to be a professional baseball player or a rock star. But in a lot of cases, it's just a constant negative droning. And quieting that is something that we're going to talk about a lot. Um, one of the things I found and the first thing I found that actually acknowledged that, which was like, oh, thank you, God, I am not crazy. I, I am not the only person that has this voice in my head was um, doing a little bit of research into Buddhism. And I did that through listening to a podcast called The Art of Charm, which if you are looking for general improvement tips on like love, relationships and social skills, great place to go. Actually, the guy that runs it, Jordan Harbinger. He helped me out a lot, and I mean personally helped me out a lot in times that I wasn't doing so good. So I highly recommend it to go over there and give that a listen. But it was through uh, Dan Harris, the host of Nightline on ABC, and he did an interview with Jordan based on his book 10% Happier, which I immediately went out and, and read. And it was great, and it talked a lot about getting into Buddhism and meditation, which is something we'll cover on a later date. But one of the things that it really brought to light was the fact that Everybody has that voice in their head. Everybody hears those negative dronings on and on and on all day long. And I wanted to think of some nice, easy ways I could do to change that. So what I did was I sat down and I decided I took a couple of different things that I wanted to do. I outlined actually three changes I wanted to make in order to improve you know, my, my headspace, my life. And what they are is one, I decided that I'd take that drinking soda step another step further and try to cut more of the caffeine out of my life because I mean let's face it I'm 34 years old my heart's not going to beat in my chest forever so I wound up saying you know what I'm going to cut back on all the coffee and the caffeine I drink and switch to water so that was one the second one was being more physically active I've always struggled with weight and outside of when I was a kid playing baseball in the summer and the five years I did of martial arts, I get pretty sedentary pretty quickly. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to start walking every day with my dog. And the third thing I decided to do, and this is actually going back to quieting that voice in my mind, was start practicing meditation, which I started doing using the Headspace app, which has actually been very helpful for me. Now, the reason I wanted to bring these three things up that I did and tell you some of the approaches I've been taking is because I'm still in the progress of this. It's not been easy, and I've had a couple of thoughts and tricks and, and tips that I wanted to share with you to let you know that there are actually some things you can do to make it a little bit easier and a little bit better. Um, one of these came up when I was listening to, again, the Art of Charm podcast, was uh, Dr. Timothy Pitchell. Now, he does the I Procrastinate podcast, which is about People who tend to put things off to the end, which ring, 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 also fits me like a glove. And one of the things that really recognized is true for not only the procrastination part of my life, but the inability for me to change my routines and habits is that because some of these tasks that you get are aversive, they, they give you these, these physical and mental reactions that are basically like, ugh, I don't want to do this right now. Maybe I'll do this at another time. And it's your goal when you're setting up these new habits is to minimize that feeling of, ugh, I don't want to do it right now, which happens to everybody. It, it really does. Even me, even now getting into the walking and everything a little bit more, there are days that I don't want to get up and walk. I just don't. And it's so easy to make an excuse of, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I'm not going to. That's okay. We'll do it tomorrow. Now, the reason that this is a problem is because you know you're not going to want to do it tomorrow. So Dr. Pitchell recommends, and this was his big tip for getting started on this, was just give it five minutes. 
once you get into something and do it for about five minutes, once you're into it, you're going to realize it's not all that bad and it's probably going to be a lot easier and a lot more fun than you thought it was going to be initially, which is great. So I took that to heart. I, I started doing the meditation, for example, we'll, we'll cover this one first. I was like, well, this is kind of dumb. And I mean, I did some research and, and there's some really great science that's not just, you know, hippies in the woods with the Birkenstocks going, um, um, good things are possible to those who believe that. <laughs> that's not really what happens. It's more about taking that the edge off the voice, which I found to be a, a, a great motivation for me because that voice has been basically running my life since I was in fifth grade. Um, so I start 10 minutes a day. And the first couple of days, it was really tough. I, I found it hard to sit there and not fidget or be like, oh, I want to turn this off. But I gave it the time. I, I, I let it actually roll through. And it turns out I actually really like it. We're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit more next week. The reason this happens, though, is because people are wired, and this is, this is amazing, to treat their future self like a stranger. So there was a study done in the University of... Um, I believe it was Carlton University in Ottawa, where they were telling people that they had to take this, this disgusting tasting medicine, right? And they asked themselves, okay, well, how much would you take? How much would you give a person, you know, that wasn't yourself? And how much would you, do you think you'd be able to take in the future? And it turned out that the people would tell themselves, oh, well, I can only do a few spoonfuls of this. Whereas the strangers and the future selves are like, oh, well, they could do like a quarter cup of it. Well, why are you treating your future self any different than yourself? It doesn't make any sense because you're putting things off for tomorrow, but you're still the same person. You're still not going to want to do it tomorrow. So that brings me to a, another author. His name is Charles Duhigg, who did a book called The Power of Habit. And that is because these habits and behaviors that we form become automatic or routine by moving from the prefrontal cortex of your brain, where you actually have to think about these things. And they get moved into the basal ganglia, which basically automates tasks, which is why you find it easy to walk and talk and chew gum at the same time. And if you can't do all three of those things, I'm sorry, I'm really not making fun of you. But seriously, you can't walk, talk, and chew gum at the same time? Really? Anyway, um, because these behaviors become routine or automatic, we don't really have to sacrifice much of our mental capacity to actually think about them, which creates these things called habit loops, which according to, to Mr. Duhigg, the uh, New York Times author and um, author of this book, The Power of Habit, says it's a three-step process. There's a cue that sets you up to do this habit, be it stressful people, your environment, uh, the day of the week, you know, whatever it is that, that predicates this habit from starting. The routine itself, whatever this habit is, be it smoking cigarettes or, you know, sitting down in front of your computer the minute you get home from work and do nothing for a full night. And then the rewards you get from that, the good feeling of, you know, oh, I just got an extra level in World of Warcraft and don't get me started on World of Warcraft. I think I lost about three years of actual life to that game. Pretty crazy because they build these loops right into those games to get you sucked in, but that's probably another story for another day. And that reward that, that makes you feel good reinforces that routine. The problem is when it comes to starting a new routine and finding out where along this line that you have to go to get it out of your basal ganglia so it's not so automatic is difficult. You have to actually break down where am I getting this? What is triggering this bad habit? And what can I replace that will give me that same good feeling so that instead of doing something destructive, I'm doing something productive. Now, what I suggest, and again, this was coming from Dr. Timothy Pitchell, is just start that averse task for five new minutes. 
your mind and yourself will realize in the middle of it that it's not so bad. The other big thing that you need to do is everybody has a day off. Like, for example, yesterday I didn't go for my walk, but that's okay. I go for my walks with my fiance every day and she had a tremendously bad day. So we didn't go for our daily walk. Now, what I could do is sit here and beat myself up and let the voice of my mind run rampant telling me that I'm stupid and lazy and fat because I didn't go for my walk. Or I could say, that's okay. You'll do it again tomorrow. And I will. And if I miss it today, that's okay. I'll do it again tomorrow. And that way you're not building up that adverse reaction to the task that you're doing because you're not beating yourself up with all these negative thoughts, which will align that negative thought to the task you're trying to do. So it's very, very important when you're trying to change habits to make sure that you are saying, you know what, if you don't do it, it's okay. I forgive you. And it's very hard to forgive yourself, but do it. Just say, you know what? I didn't quit smoking today. I had a cigarette. Instead of beating yourself up and saying, oh, well, I'm a horrible person, which is what you're the, that voice in your head wants to do, you sit down and go, you know what, it's okay, I'll do better tomorrow. And chances are, if you keep doing that and you keep making those little steps forward, you are going to do better tomorrow and each day is going to get just a little bit better. Now, we're going to keep track of these three things that I've outlined, my drinking of water, my walking, and my meditation, and I'm going to keep you guys posted on the progress that I'm making with each of these tasks and routines. I'm going to let you know, hey, you know, I, I in a week or so or a month or so, depending on when we get through all these other topics I want to break out for you, that, you know, they're still going strong or they, I had to modify them and I'll keep you guys in the loop as to how these things are going for me. Now, to give you a quick startup of what they're doing for me, I've been doing each of these things for a little over a week now. I've been very good with my water. I'm, I'm down to one caffeinated drink a day, which I'm very happy about. I have been drinking three to four of these 32 ounce water jugs that I have. And all I did to get that routine started was I just started bringing a water bottle with me everywhere I went. And instead of buying three of my caffeinated drinks in the morning, I just bought one and I drank my one and then I started filling up my water bottle and it's been great so far. Um, I feel a lot better as far as like it's hot up here. It's, it's summer in New York. So I've been, you know, sweating a little bit more, but I don't feel as wiped out at the end of the day, which is great. So that's that positive reward. That's going to keep me going on this one. Uh, the second one is my walks. And as I said, that one's been a little spotty. I do those with my fiance and that's no excuse for me to not do it is when she doesn't want to do it. I should still push through that. And I realize that, but since I do realize that I can do what I'm doing now, I forgive myself. It's okay that I didn't go yesterday. I'll just go again tomorrow, which is great. And that obviously, I mean, physical fitness has all kinds of benefits as opposed to leading a sedentary lifestyle. You can go pretty much anywhere and find out the truth to that one. Uh, the third one is, is my meditation. And I have been using what is known as the Headspace app. You can find it right on your Android or iPhone or whatever. Um, you just sign up. It's free to sign up for. It gives you the first 10 days to start. And it kind of teaches you how to get going. I missed one day since I started. Again, all I did was say, you know what, it's okay, you'll do it tomorrow, and I've been doing it, I think I'm on five straight days now. That has been an interesting road. I, I understand where it's coming from so far, and I'm willing to keep giving it a shot. I don't have a, like, oh, this is great, I can 100% guarantee that it's going to work for you. I believe it will work. I hope it will work. Um, I'm, I'm very hopeful that, that, that it'll be able to help me calm that voice in my mind. And we're going to do a little bit more research on that as well for next week and go a little bit more in depth into what the science and what people are saying about that. So those are the three things for you to keep in mind that I'm doing. What I'd like you to do is find one habit, just take one thing and it could be 
you want to quit smoking, you want to get more active, you just want to be nicer to your coworkers, anything, and just try it. Give it five minutes. If it doesn't suit you or it's really painful, stop. Nobody's twisting your arm. Maybe you need to find a different course of action. But I'm going to say if you give it that five minutes and you don't find it so bad, just stick through it. It'll get easier as you go and you will have more success because as you get those successes, you'll feel good about yourself and you'll be like, you know what? I can do that next thing. I can get a little bit further into this, which is great. That's exactly what we all want as we make this journey from the pits of depression in the bottom all the way to hopefully the top of the mountain. That's where I'm going and I hope you guys can come there with me. I'm Patrick James. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter at PJ Voiceworks, on my Facebook backslash DJ Patrick James, or on my website, pjvoice.net.